Hello, this is Father Christopher Etheridge, missionary in Fossa Nova, Italy, and today is December 12th, the feast day of Our Lady of Guadalupe. Our gospel today comes from the Gospel of St. Luke 1, 39-47. Mary set out and traveled to the hill country in haste to a town of Judah, where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the infant leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth, filled with the Holy Spirit, cried out in a loud voice and said, Most blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And how does this happen to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For at the moment the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the infant in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed are you who believed that what was spoken to you by the Lord would be fulfilled. And Mary said, My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. The Gospel of the Lord. There are three similarities between today's Gospel and the story of Our Lady of Guadalupe. First, both are visitations. The first is traditionally known simply as the visitation. It is Mary's evangelical visitation to the aid of her cousin Elizabeth. The second is her evangelizing visitation to the aid of her children, not only in Mexico, but throughout the entire American continent. Our Lady clearly told St. Juan Diego in her first apparition, I truly have the honor of being your compassionate mother, yours and of all the people who live together in this land, and of all the other people of different ancestries, those who love me, those who call me, those who seek me, those who trust me. The second similarity involves a home. In her gospel visitation, Mary, in a certain sense, made herself at home. The house of Zechariah and Elizabeth in Ankarem became her home away from home, for St. Luke tells us that she spent about three months there helping her cousin. In Mary's Mexican visitation, she also made herself at home, but in a more permanent way. For although in the Gospels she returned home to Nazareth, in Mexico she wanted to remain, and we can say that she still remains in her beloved image. In that same first apparition that we mentioned earlier, Mary asked Juan Diego to deliver a message to the bishop on her behalf. She wanted a home, a little holy house, she called it. There she wanted to dwell for two reasons. First, so that her children could find her. A mother on a mission, a mother who goes out and search for her children, also needs to be a mother who has a home, a stable place, where she can be found when her children need her. But Santa Maria de Guadalupe didn't want her children to just find her. The home to be built in her honor would be the place where she would give them Christ. She told St. Juan Diego, Know for sure that I very much want, very much desire, my sacred little house to be built here, where I will show him, where I will exalt him, manifesting him. I will offer him to the people, he who is my loved person, he who is my merciful gaze, he who is my aid, he who is my salvation. The third similarity is that although she comes as the guest to Anne Karim and Tepeyac, she is the one who serves. Her haste to travel through the hill countries to the house of her elderly cousin Elizabeth is rooted in the urgency of charity, the need to give of herself to someone in need. Thus, we could say it was also a work of mercy.
Mary of Guadalupe is equally a mother of charity and mercy. She made haste to Tepeyac and sent Juan Diego in haste to ask the bishop for her shrine so that she could serve her children. Again, on that marvelous day of December 9th, 1531, she told Juan Diego, There, truly, I will listen to their weeping, their sadness, to remedy, to cleanse, and nurse all their different troubles, their miseries, their suffering. St. Juan Diego did not have to wait long to experience the overwhelming love of this promise. For on December 12th, in a hurry to find a priest to bring the last rites to his dying uncle, Juan Diego tried to take a shortcut around Tepeyac. He was afraid that if he crossed Tepeyac, Our Lady would delay his urgent mission. Just as he thought he was in the clear, Our Lady cut him off. When asked where he was going, St. Juan Diego told Our Lady of his pressing need to find a priest for his uncle, to which she responded, Listen, put it into your heart, my youngest and dearest son, the thing that frightens you, the thing that afflicts your countenance, your heart, is nothing. Do not let it disturb you. Do not fear this sickness or any other sickness. Am I not here? I who have the honor and joy of being your mother, are you not under my shadow and my protection? Am I not the source of your joy? Are you not in the hollow of my mantle and the crossing of my arms? Could you possibly need anything else? Immediately, Juan Diego's heart regained its peace. Her maternal love won him over. And not only did she serve him in this way, but she also came to the aid of his uncle, curing him of his illness. But not only was Juan Diego's heart made steadfast by her charity, but it filled him with the confidence to serve her, for he immediately asked her to give him the sign he was supposed to take to the bishop in fulfillment of his mission. Today, as we celebrate with great joy and devotion this feast day of Our Lady of Guadalupe, let us ask her for the grace to steal our hearts in her love, that built up by her maternal love, a love that especially draws us closer to Christ, we might reflect him in the world through our charitable deeds. In this way, we will not only be witnesses to Christian love, but also Marian love. For to be perfectly Christ's, we do well to be perfectly Mary's. Happy Feast Day of Our Lady of Guadalupe. And Viva la Virgen! Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed hearing the Gospel and homily, I invite you to share it with someone you know who may also find it rewarding, and also to subscribe to the Catholic Voice channel. Please see in the description below if you would like to receive a text message for each daily Gospel and homily. Please also keep our missionary priests throughout the world in your prayers. Thank you, and God bless.